joining us now, as he does on a regular basis, one of our favorite people who come and contribute to this program from the Diocese of Camden, Deacon Anthony Co. Hey, Deacon, welcome back. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad to be back. I hope that you are doing well. And you too. Everything okay? Now, watch, Earl. Everything is great. We're, we're, we're getting through this just as everyone else is. I hope you're doing good. We're really fine. We're just biding time, which time play is time playing a game on you too. Like, do, do you think it's it's either going slow or it's going fast? I don't know. I can't tell what day of the week it is. <laughs> I know. I, I, I I'm saying to people, are you having a good Tuesday? And they're yeah. saying, no, it's Thursday. <laughs> I'm no, but a difficult. I, I was really just interested in Tuesday. That, that's beside the point. <laughs> oh dear. It's, it, 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 it is true. You know, I, I think it's funny because what ends up happening, too, I don't know about you guys, I don't know about your listeners, but being home a little bit more uh, than normal, uh, my wife and I just find ourselves doing things around the house more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't tell you how many times we've rearranged furniture in the last five <laughs> weeks. So it, it seems like it's not stopping, and it looks good. I, you know, she has a, she has a great sense. That's um, good. <laughs> That's great. I know. Me too. I keep like moving my little decor. I'm one for knickknacks and such. And I just move them around and it gives us like a breath of fresh air for the next week or two. <laughs> it's silly. I, I agree completely. Yeah. And, you know, and in doing that too, we're we're finding that, the, you know, we're, we're going through some old things and throwing things away. And, yes. and we came across some old photographs oh. this week. And, and I've got to tell you, you know, and, and maybe just as I'm getting older, I, I look at photographs a little bit different than I used to. And I found this one photograph of my mom and my grandmother. And I think it's probably the only photo I have of both of them. Oh. And it really brought out some great, great thoughts into my head this week, oh. um, especially since I was preparing my homily for this weekend and, and and the gospel reading is uh, is is from from uh, Matthew, and it talks about feeding the mm-hmm. multitudes, feeding the five thousand with the five loaves and two fishes. Mm-hmm. And you're probably saying to yourself, and Alyssa is probably saying, "What's that have to do with your mom and your grandma?" <laughs> well, maybe you had a big family. Well, <laughs> 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 you, you, you know, you know, it's interesting. Um, my my mo- my grandmother and my mother. When I remember, um, whenever someone would come over, whether it was family, friends, or relatives, whatever it might be, I remember as a kid that when when anyone came over, they filled the table with food. Mm-hmm. Even if the people were unannounced, they just took out everything. They took out things from the refrigerator. They took out desserts. They took out bread. They made coffee. And 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 I would notice as a kid that that sometimes people really didn't touch anything. Other times. They devoured it. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time when I was small saying to my grandmother, okay, I remember saying, why are you going through all that trouble? Why don't you just ask people if they want something? Yes. And my grandmother gave me a look that if looks would kill, I would have been dead. <laughs> and she said to me, and these are her words, she says, you don't ever embarrass someone by asking them if they want something. Don't embarrass them, asking, making them tell you they want something. Mm. Give them without asking. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, over the years, it's become more, more meaningful to me. And I'm mentioning about the gospel passage, because when Jesus 
feeds the multitudes, they don't say, hey, Jesus, we're hungry, give us food. Mm. He recognizes they have a need, and he fulfills that need. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that's an important lesson for life. I really do. Mm-hmm. It, you know, we, we, we see people sometimes who have a need, and maybe we have to do a better job of just recognizing that and helping them before they even ask. Mm. So I think that's something I learned from that photograph, and, and maybe I see in that gospel that I, that I never saw before. Um, someone this week also gave me a book to take a look at, and, and it kind of brought the same story. It, it, it's a story about a, a person who grew up in the South, um, was mistreated and so forth. His family had nothing. Um, he, he thought about religion a little bit. He thought about becoming a Christian but then he saw people's actions didn't necessarily jive with, with their words, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, this kind of thing where, you know what, I'm not sure that I want to be one of those people because they really don't practice what they preach. Mm. And, and he tells a story about this one Thanksgiving day. Uh, again, their family had nothing. Uh, so for Thanksgiving for them would have been just eating like any other day, what little bit they had. And someone knocks on the door, and they open the door, and it's a woman, and the woman has a bag full of um, all kinds of food and a turkey and all the fixings and just gives them this bag of food. This woman, they never saw her before. They never saw her after. She just said, I think that you might want to have this. And she gave them this food. And they, this person says, who wrote the book, he says, he, he, it was one of the incidents or occurrences in his life that led him to the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Um, this woman left a little pamphlet about, you know, being, being a Christian, a Catholic, and the food and things that she gave. Because in her, he saw what Jesus would be like. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something, that little incident led him to... Uh, to become a Catholic. So, you know, we put these kind of incidents together and we say to ourselves, can we do a better job of recognizing the needs of people mm. without someone having to ask us for help? Mm. And very it's a often, message. it is, and very often people, uh, like you said, there's a level of um, embarrassment, I guess, and you could go mm-hmm. to someone and say, gee, I know, I know you lost your job and everything, let me know if you need something. The person's right. probably not going to say anything, or can I get you anything? No, 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 we'll be fine. But if you just went over there with a box of toys for the kids, or coats for the winter, or whatever it might be, canned goods, just, mm-hmm. just do it. Because if you ask them, what do you need, they're probably not going to say. That's, that's, that's exactly right. And that's what occurred to me. You know, I was mentioning that, you know, as, as I get older, you, you start to think about your mortality a little bit more. You start to realize that there are things that you want to leave other people with. I, you know, it's not just money or possessions. But I, and I saw that picture of, of my mom and my grandma, and I said, what a beautiful lesson they left me with that I didn't even realize they were leaving me with that lesson. And it makes me ask the question of myself, what lessons am I leaving with my children? Mm -hmm. What lessons am I leaving with other people who I meet so that hopefully somehow it influences them more in life? Um, You know, so maybe we just have to be more conscious of that, I Mm -hmm. think, in our lives. At least I'm trying to be. 
Mm. You know, Deacon, you talk about uh, as we get older, we start to, as Father Groeschel, God rest his soul, used to say, we we see the lights at the exit ramp coming up, <laughs> getting ready for that. You know, we know it's like coming. That. Yeah, we know, we know we're on our way. You see you're driving down the highway and see the exit sign. Um, but you're right. We, we begin to think more and more about, you know, I obviously, you know, at, at almost 66 years old, I, I, a lot more of my life is behind me than ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know that we're all headed in the same direction. But it is something as you go through, especially this this time in our lives, you know, as, as seniors, um, yes. that we are in a situation where people are, we, Cheryl and I was talking about people who are afraid uh, of the epide- the pandemic, the, the virus, and, you know, we, we know that it has a very harsh effect on, on, on older people. Um, so what what are you finding in, 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 in your own spirituality? Because you mentioned about, you know, again, as we get older, is there anything that you, you find yourself doing more of or less of uh, in in preparing for that transition? Um, I don't know if I'm doing consciously anything more or less. What I am doing is, is, is drawing more from things that people have told me or have taught me and try to see where they bring me comfort and peace to look forward. For example, the story I just told about mom and grandma, mm-hmm. I, also came, I also came up across a picture of dad. And um, my father was a blue-collar worker. He worked at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. He was a machinist, hard worker, fifth-grade education because he had to go to work to help uh, his parents during during that particular time. Um, so I, I saw this picture of him, and it made me think of something that didn't mean a lot to me but means more to me now. He used to say to me, Anthony, keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate things. I found that afterwards he really learned that. It, working at the shipyard, the Navy at that time had the, the KISS mentality, you know, keep it simple. Right. He would change it from keep it simple, stupid, to keep it simple, son. He'd say, keep mm-hmm. it simple, son. Yeah. And, and the philosophy was don't overcomplicate things. And that's something he would always tell me, don't overcomplicate things. And now it's starting to make more sense to me. Um, you know, I, I think about scripture. I think about recently, like uh, last week, the week before, whatever it might be, where we're hearing in the Gospels about Jesus saying the kingdom of heaven is like, and he says it's like a mustard seed, very, very simple, very small. Um, it's like a pearl. It's like these simple things. He doesn't give us this big, grandiose uh, thought about what the kingdom of heaven is like. Mm-hmm. He tells us in simple simple terms. It's this. Don't overcomplicate it. Look towards heaven. Look towards uh, God's comfort. Look towards helping other people. Do the simple things in life, and you will be prepared for those more difficult decisions that are going to happen as we do get closer to that exit, <laughs> that exit <laughs> ramp, okay, that's <laughs> coming ahead. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm drawing on some of those things more specifically. I'm looking at um, the lessons that I've learned in life that just are very, very supported by what we learn in Scripture. Mm. I find myself getting a little bit more mellow as I get older. Like the, the, oh, the, really? The, the, yes. 
Yes, I've told you that over and over again. <laughs> but you know, it, it, okay on that one. <laughs> snagged. I got caught. No, um, but I find myself that things that used to really bother me don't really bother me as much anymore. It's like, well, why bother with? Surely, I even say sometimes if we, yes. if we if we start to argue, we say it's pointless. We're just too old to even start arguing. This time. I don't have the energy. <laughs> we don't have the, the gusto we used to have. When we when we right. fought. We're like, okay, well, yeah, we don't fight anymore. It's just not worth it. We're too old. There's a lot, and there's a lot of truth to that. There really yes. is because you know what? Even though you might be becoming more mellow, do you find that you're also more? Opinionated in a good way. You're not afraid to say what you need to say to yeah, someone you think a... <laughs> you should say it to. <laughs> no, no, you're right. But see, my father was always like that, even yeah. in his younger years. He he didn't. He was not a very very diplomatic. But uh, you're right. As you get older, you figure you know. And I think you made a point earlier that even as we age, we do get wiser. And there is a, there is great there is great wisdom as as you as you age because and you know young people don't always like to hear that. But it's it's a fact. I mean, mm-hmm. we do well, get just life experience, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Right. And, and and you know what? We now have the opportunity to share, and I think that's the important thing. But yeah. the life experiences that we've gained, the wisdom that we've gained, is a great time for us to be able to share it with other people mm-hmm. who they may not get it today, but years from now they might get it and say, "I remember when right. Jim said, or when Cheryl said, or when Deacon Anthony said." Right. Wow, that means a lot. Mm-hmm. And I love this. Now, I'm picturing this activity. You know, we have uh, more time on our hands. We're, we're not out mm-hmm. at the movies or where all those other things that are maybe closed. Um, to go to the closet and take down that shoebox of old photos mm-hmm. and just sit there and, you know, pray over those maybe that we have disconnected with or that, that have gone before us. And, um, and th- have those memories and say, what did that person bring into my life that that is still with me now or that you need to kind of revive and review and refresh. I think it's a beautiful way to spend some time. Amen. I love it. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it well, it was your do. idea. It was your it was, idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I thought it sounded familiar. <laughs> Great idea, Deacon. Great idea. Give us something. To, now give us something to do over the weekend. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Instead of go. moving the furniture again. <laughs> now, at, at, one, at one point, I tell Cheryl, we just sit down. Stop moving around so much. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> if I tell you, and, 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 I, and I mean it, this is, this is seriously true. We literally moved every room. The dining room became the family room. We literally shifted furniture into rooms. And my wife said to me, just because when they built the house, they said this was the dining room. That doesn't mean it has to be the dining room. Okay. You rebel, you. Wow. Wow. Now we know. Getting feisty in this old age. That's right. That's right. Hey, Deacon, how are things at, at the in parish life these days for you? you is, are things? I know it's very, it's still, you know, things are not normal, obviously, but how are they going for you as far as your parish life goes? As far as well, people you coming? know, it, it, it's going very, very well. Uh, we, we've we've done what every other parish has done, or just like other parishes, and we've instituted the all the social distancing and the masses and so forth, and mm-hmm. we've been live streaming masses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're starting to do more live streamed events. Uh, so that we can we can again help people spiritually. Good. We're finding that the numbers are small, but they're growing every week. Oh, good! Um, and that's good to see. <clears throat> We're finding that the communication that we've developed 
uh, over the last number of months with everyone has really helped us to still understand what their needs are and try to help them in many ways. So, you know what, in spite of what's going on, there are many good things happening, mm-hmm. and we're glad to be able to help in those ways. So, well, you know, we're going to continue to move forward and try to provide or try try to provide for the needs mm-hmm. of everyone as best as we can. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, thank God that, that we have the opportunity to do that. That's right. Amen. Well, Deacon, again, we want to thank you as always. It's always a great joy to talk with you and have you join us, and we look forward to our next visit. Uh, real soon. But uh, in the meantime, uh, have a safe and uh, happy rest of your weekend. And uh, thanks for being with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You guys are so much fun. Look forward <laughs> to speaking to you again. Okay. God bless you. Thanks, Deacon. God bless you. Thank God, you. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye.